Hello, and welcome to another episode of Salon Versations. I'm your host, Dawn, and on today's show, we're going to have my friend Lindsay, who I did hair with for many years, and she just recently went out on her own. So we're going to talk about that, and uh, we're going to cover a lot of other topics, too. It, it runs the full gamut about the hair industry and just customer service in general. Um, if you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram at Salonversations. It's a cute little blow dryer that has the name Salonversations right in the middle of it. Feel free to tell any of your friends about this uh, podcast and tell them to follow it. We're trying to keep everything light and fun and everything about the beauty industry, but also just customer service in general. Um, and I'd love to hear from you and possibly have you on the show. So um, yeah, reach out and I hope you enjoy the show. Thanks a lot. Hello there and welcome to my second podcast and I am joined today with one of my great friends and fellow co-workers, Lindsay. Say hi, Lindsay. Hello, podcast world. <laughs> Lindsay and I worked together for about six years and she just left and I'm so sad, but I'm so happy for her. So um, let's start with that. So you're on your own now. Yep. Yep. And how's the adjustment been after being in an eight-chair salon? You know, it's definitely, it's a lot different um, working by yourself, um, having more social interaction with the client actually than I did at the salon because I kind of hang out with them now while they're color processes right. instead of going back to the break room and stuff. Um, but just finding my new groove, I love it. Um, it's definitely different and I've worked in the same spot for right. nine years it's so a long time I'm a creature of habit so just kind of getting used to that but yeah so far it's really fun learning a new color line I think it's fun to challenge myself so for sure yeah. you definitely are forced to learn when you might not be ready but you have to to, exactly. do, to do your job yes um so I remember when I was your age and had kids that were young and involved in so many activities and everything and yeah. how how hard it was to find that work-life balance like you're um, working late and then you have to get home run somebody to practice yep. make dinner get the, make sure everybody's homework's done and it's also it's really hard on our bodies I feel like that's just something that doesn't get talked about a lot yeah yeah um how have you managed have you or have you managed to find <laughs> a good work-life balance because you've got a busy home yeah yeah tell we me have, about your house well uh we're a blended family I have two, an almost 16-year-old and an almost 13-year-old, and then my significant other has two, almost 13, almost nine, all in sports. Um, busy house. It's a busy house, yeah, so it is hard. I feel like there are some days where, you know, the balance is always off. I come to home, I want to take a bath, I want to lay in bed, and I don't want anybody to talk to me. And because watch Housewives, I, yeah, Real Housewives. Yeah, because I talk to people all day, and I think that that's one thing in our industry we give so much of our energy to that person that 100%. sits in the chair and even if it's an amazing person sometimes that siphons our own energy level so sometimes I feel like you know people in my house don't understand for sure that the emotional aspect of it along with the physical aspect so you know I don't think I necessarily uh do a good job at balance <laughs> I just kind of wake up and and do it and drink lots of coffee yeah and not enough water right so, yeah. yeah well because you don't want to have to go to the bathroom all day because we don't get to do that yeah. very often yeah. either it's hard to even do that sometimes so, right yeah. 
for yeah. sure. Yeah, well, that's, and I'm at a point now where I've been doing hair for so long, it is starting to take a toll on my body yeah. and kind of getting forced into retirement a little bit, which is sad because I love the, the I industry. Yeah. I still love what I do. Um, and my clients, you know, they've, they've slowly become friends. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, it does, it wears on you mentally and physically. It's a very, uh, it's a job that's very hard for a lot of people to maintain. I think that's why a lot of people don't stick with yeah, it. Yeah, I think a lot of people burn out, and I think especially hairstylists that, you know, they only work a couple days a week, so when they are there, they're double booking, and right. that I, I couldn't, I've never double booked. I couldn't imagine right doing something like that. I feel like you would burn out really quickly because it's so exhausting just doing the few amount of clients that I do throughout the day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, your wrists your back, your feet, your shoulders, all of it. Like you just right. don't realize, you know, it's, so, it's such a fun job, but it is physically demanding. Very you know? much so. So so were you ever in customer service before you did hair? Yes. I feel like I've always, always worked a job doing something, interacting with other people. I've tried a couple, you know, office jobs, um, but mostly I've been in the service industry, either waitressing bartending um, yeah somewhere where there's some sort of face-to-face right interaction with people yeah I feel like that's another avenue I want to take is talking to people that waitresses waiters um, people in the hotel industry I mean it's it's really hard for people to even grasp what we deal with what they deal with um, every day every day is a different day and not everybody is respectful of how hard it is to do that job. I think that it's a job where, um, yeah, people sometimes forget that you're a human, you know, um, and that you have bad days just like them. And there's this expectation when people go out that, um, you know, the waitresses, the servers, the hairstylists, all of it, they're not allowed to have bad days. You kind of have to check that. Right. At the door when you walk in. To serve them and yeah. take care of them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. My husband and I just went out um, for breakfast yesterday, and I could tell that there was a table that was giving one of the waitresses a really hard time, and she went into the huddle of all the other waitresses, and they were kind of cheering her on, and she was upset. And um, Bloody Marys were on sale for four ninety nine, oh and this yeah. table was going for the special. Yeah, they were drinking a lot, and um, I felt so bad for. Her. I thought that's that's kind of the type of people. Like I want to have this type of spinoff, not just about hair, but just people that are out to serve and help. I'm sure, like the airports, you know, the people that work at airports. Yes. It just it people that haven't been in the service industry do not understand. And you can tell exactly who they are yeah. when you're anywhere. Yeah, that's the thing is you can tell, like, even, you know, when I go out to dinner with certain family members or friends, right. you know, you can tell they've probably never worked a job in the service industry a day in their life by the way that right that they are. So, yeah, that's, that's embarrassing. When it's your, yeah, when it's your family. <laughs> have a... A couple stories on that one but yeah. yeah well yeah it is because you're sitting at the same table and you're like uh I'm not actually with yes, them exactly. or I do not represent um, their values here's a 50 dollars tip for the hassle of my family <laughs> yeah just gonna forewarn you now right yeah. right okay so um I came up with my own top 10 
pet peeves of a hairstylist list. I love it. Okay. <laughs> so see if, uh, just feel free to comment on any of these. Yeah. Uh, my number one, well, I, really these aren't in any order, but this yeah. is the first one I came yeah. up with. People that are always late, and especially when they're late and then they show up with Starbucks or scooters. Yes. So. Yes. I don't understand how there are people out there that are late habitually. Like, I get it. Oh, you're at traffic jam. Understood. Yeah. You know, got, got called into a meeting. Sorry, I'm running late. You know, but just always showing up late. That that's probably that probably yeah. is my biggest pet peeve. It's it's probably one of mine too. I mean, I know I have times where <clears throat> I've ran late before. It happens, you know, and I try to give I feel like my clients a lot of grace for a while on that. But when it gets to the point like I've had some clients, I had a trifecta of um, you know, <laughs> doctors and anesthesiologists and it's just like they're very important people and their time is more valuable than mine you know because I'm in the service industry but I also think that as a stylist um, you're also holding that next client's time in your hands as well and so um, yeah it's just it's a huge pet peeve when people don't respect your time and it's even more annoying when they walk in with Starbucks yeah exactly (laughs) Starbucks for For you right yeah Yeah. no okay if you're gonna go Starbucks at least bring me one right (laughs) yeah be nice about it yeah yeah and kind of coming full circle with that is just the people that um they show up late and they don't respect your time Mm -hmm. like they think that their time is more valuable than your time yeah like um I was in surgery it's like okay that's I'm sorry about that but I have four more people after you yeah and and now I'm a half an hour behind yeah exactly I gotta pick my kids up from school you know I I... have a life I'm not a robot exactly yes of course um okay this one's (laughs) people that don't cancel when there's a blizzard or a tornado or a natural disaster oh my gosh yeah I mean we could be hearing on the weather we're in the midwest here we could be hearing eight to ten inches possible and then you start looking at your books and nope nobody's calling nobody's calling it's like I don't want to drive in it any more than anybody else why would you not cancel your appointment I know and especially like I've had that happen to me and I've had people on my books or I had one person on my books the only person that did not cancel for the day and it was like a shampoo style. It's like really, it's so important for you to Where get your you hair going? washed in the it, middle of a blizzard. Right. Yeah. There's a blizzard. Where are you going? Yeah. That you need your hair shampooed yeah. and, and just styled. Yeah. Not, not even like a, a color. Yeah. It's just hair. Is it worth it? You know? Well, and I think during the pandemic, which I have to give a shout out to everybody that had to work during the pandemic, close yeah. close proximity to anybody. I mean, it was a scary time. But anyway, um, yeah. So. I feel like just that people, I lost my track of thought. What was I saying? Oh, we were talking about people being late, shampoo style in the blizzard. Yeah. That- oh, colors. So, yeah, when people um, let their hair go gray, you know, during the pandemic, it was two months that we were closed. Yeah. We did St. Patrick's Day to May 11th that we were closed. And some salons stayed closed through the summer. Yeah, through June. Yeah, so we were back in there. And um, I think people realized a, the importance of us because they were like, I can't get in there fast enough to get yeah. my roots touched up and how, how valuable we are. Like that exactly. is such a validating feeling. Like yeah. they do need us. People need us more than they care to admit. I think sometimes. Totally. I think that we, we hold, you know, not even just their confidence in our hand, but I think that people value 
the time and the conversation because there are so many guests that we've built friendships with yeah, too along right. the years, you know, and just having that connection to their hairstylist, you know, it's yeah. like not therapy, it's therapy, you know? Oh, so it's I love that. so much more than just doing their hair, but yeah. That's I think Did you the just make that up? That's fantastic. I, I've heard Did it somewhere. It? Yeah, I probably As far as somebody. I know, yeah. as far as I know, you, yeah. you just came up with that. You're yeah. a genius. Yeah, trademark it. <laughs> uh, the no-call no-shows, yeah, screw oh, you people. That's, that's rude. Yeah, that's probably my number one pet peeve is that. Just because I think a lot of people don't realize in a commission salon, when you don't show up for your hair appointment, that's time that the stylist isn't getting time paid. Is and I don't think people really realize that, but... We get paid based on doing hair. So if you don't show up, then, you know. You're and it, making zero dollars. Yeah, at least give us time to fill the spot with for somebody else. Right. Yeah, I think especially when they're new clients to the salon, you know, you don't know them. They don't feel a sense of loyalty. Yeah. So to them, it's easy. It's just yeah. like, no, I, no, I don't. I'll just not show. It's fine. Exactly. And that's just rude. Mm-hmm. It's mean to do that to people. It is. Um, okay. Uh people that complain about the hours that we don't work yeah yeah that's we should one. just be there 24 7 waiting mm-hmm. for somebody yes. to walk in we don't sleep just we don't yeah. there holding scissors <laughs> okay i'm ready yep yep i think yeah that's why like your mom doing it out of her home you know yes. like that would be I feel like that would be hard. People wouldn't really respect or understand the separation of home life versus salon life because it's all in the same spot, you know? So people think, oh, she's home or, oh, she's at work. It's all the same, you know? Exactly. Yes, of course. Um, People that talk about themselves the entire time and don't ask anything about Mm. us. That's a pet peeve of mine because, again, we're not robots. Like, if I say, oh, have you gone anywhere fun lately? Yes, I did. And they tell you for like three hours everywhere they've been. And uh-huh. then you're just, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like, well, maybe I've been somewhere fun. I took fun. a vacation, too. <laughs> Why don't you ask me? Yeah, I know. I have some clients that I've probably done their hair for years, and they probably really know nothing about my personal life, you know? It, it's weird. And actually, I had um, an old hair school instructor that said, be interested, not interesting, and I don't know why that always stuck with me. And I don't feel like that is right. Like, I feel like, you know, this is a relationship right. that we're building. It's about trust and communication yeah. and really getting to know each other, you know? Right. So. Well, they always say that everybody's favorite topic is themselves. Yeah. So you get them talking about themselves and they're going to love you because, oh, they're so interested yeah. in what I have to say. Yeah. They're the best yeah. listener ever. Yes. But yeah, sometimes we have things that we like to talk it's about nice too. It's nice when somebody asks you. Right. You know? Yeah. I know that there's a handful <clears throat> of my clients that have no idea of what's going on in my life. I know uh-huh. that's hard to believe because I am a blabbermouth, uh-huh. but if they don't ask, yeah. I'm not. I know. Offer it all. I know up. a few of them. Yes, yes, yes. for sure. Um, then the <clears throat> people that lift their heads up at the shampoo bowls, um, please don't do this. If this is you, stop. Like, don't turn it. I've got it. I, this is my job. I have learned. I had to practice shampooing yeah. people. Please stop trying to assist me. Yeah. This creates either a flood down your back mm-hmm. or um, just awkwardness because I need your head where I put it. Yep. And not even just the people that uh, 
lift their head up, but that bring their entire bodies up. It's like, what are you do? What Where do you, you think going? is gonna happen here? We're like, not done here. Yeah. Lay down. My gosh. Do yeah. you remember anything funny from beauty school? Like anything that happened that oh, stood out gosh. to you? I feel like I was such a a timid hair school student. Um, perfectionist and meticulous it probably oh gosh people probably were more annoyed than anything sitting in my chair because it took five hours just to do a root touch up on them you wanted to do it Um, perfect yeah I feel like hair school I had a lot of you know roller set comb outs perms um, things like that so you just don't see that much anymore like there's not hooded dryers yeah in our salon no yeah you don't really I feel Uh -uh. like it's a lost art Uh the roller set comb out I feel like in hair school, not so much because you were under, I was under such guidance of the instructors. Wow, that's Um, true. But yeah, I mean, I've probably had a couple behind the chair outside of hair school, so. Yeah. Well, well, I'm going to come back to that one. I have to tell this one because I don't think I told you this. There was, I will never say her name. I'm not sure that she's still doing hair, but there was a girl that was new on the floor and I don't know where I was at in school, but I knew enough to know that what was happening in her chair was absolutely wrong. Yeah. And, um, so the way that the, the stylists were, the way that they had the school set up, mirrors all over the place. So you could see I was curling my client's hair and I was looking in the reflection back at her in her chair. She was cutting a bob like an asymmetrical bob but she had the neck trimmers oh gosh by the occipital bone and was shaving it bald from the occipital bone down that's a look (laughs) (laughs) the instructor's face he went he went walking by and he looked over and saw I mean I want to know what the client's face well that's just it and like what do you say here's some money for a wig I apologize this isn't going to look good for six months oh my gosh I remember my face was all red my heart was I was like and it wasn't even your client it wasn't my client (laughs) I was just like what are you going to do yeah. in that situation? Yeah. It was horrifying. Because you can't put it back on. You cannot. <laughs> and I can't even imagine what the person was thinking that was getting their hair done. Like, that doesn't feel like how I mm-hmm. usually have yeah, it. Yeah, that's a little high and tight <laughs> for me here. <laughs> oh, I'll never forget that oh, as long as gosh. I live. I was so scared for her. Those are the kind of moments you just pray you never have behind the chair. Yeah. And there's some people that just, they don't give two no. Fs, you know? No. They're like... I don't care. I'm going to do this to this person. You right. Know? I'm like, in school. It's their fault. Yep. They came to the school. Yep. They're going to learn. Yep. <laughs> um, so have you ever cut or burned anyone or made anyone cry? Ooh, I'm pretty sure I've probably made somebody cry. In fact, um, one of my first haircuts out on the salon floor mm-hmm. as a new stylist was an older gal who... Um, I gave her a bad haircut. I just, and she wrote a bad review and it still haunts me to this day. I hate reviews. I had to have, I know. (laughs) I had to have um, one of the senior stylists come over and help finish the haircut Mm -hmm. because my hands were shaking so bad. And that was one of those moments where I knew I'd cut her hair too short and I wanted to run away and cry. Yes. And, you know, everybody's had that happen to them. Even as hairstylists, we've had that happen to us. And you never want to do that to somebody else. And I think now, as a more um, seasoned stylist, 
um, there is an art to a consultation and being realistic with clients right. and knowing, hey, this inspiration picture that you're showing me, you don't have the hair type or texture for it. And that's kind of what happened. Um, yeah. But yeah. You want to please everybody. Yeah. That's a curse. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I can yeah. do this. Oh, of course. And, I can yeah. make miracles happen in this yeah. chair. I'm a wizard. Yeah. And essentially, <clears throat> I did give her that haircut, but... Uh, you know, it was on somebody probably 40 years younger than her. Her inspiration picture was oh, yes. and highly bleached hair and styled. And she just didn't have the hair for it. And right. I should have known better, but I didn't at the time. But that moment definitely haunts me. So I didn't cut her or burn her, but I definitely um, ruined her life for a couple months until right. that haircut grew out. Yeah. Um, and that's and, what you learn. That's yep, how you learn. Yep. And I think I have maybe on maybe one of my men's haircut clients nicked nicked an ear with my neck trimmers um just throw some gel on that yep, it'll seal yeah, it right up yeah, nobody will know yeah but no um I did drop my blow dryer on top of somebody's head <laughs> one time actually um I am such a butterfinger so I'm kind of it's kind of a joke I am so clumsy um, oh my. but yeah I was round brushing her hair and I don't know what happened but it, the blow dryer fell out of my hand and literally came down right on top of her head and she was younger she was so sweet and so nice about it but um oh my again God, that's funny one of those moments that still keeps me up at night I think about it I'm like oh gosh <laughs> well I think it keeps you humble too yeah. like we all think once we're seasoned whenever yeah. that miracle moment happens Still like it can happen yeah it yep. can happen anytime to any yep. one of us nobody is perfect yep. there's no we're all still learning yep learning exactly um, when you were talking about the uh, inspiration picture mm -hmm. it reminded me of um, my client that was looking for a picture in her phone Oh, oh gosh. that should be oh. another pet peeve. The oh. scrolling, the scrolling, the scrolling. It's like you knew you were coming in for a haircut. Yeah. Like this wasn't a surprise ambush haircut. Yeah. If you have a picture, like have it ready yeah. I don't anyway. want to sit here for 20 minutes while you right. burn so, into our time. Exactly. So I'm standing to the side but kind of behind her too because she's trying to show me a picture on her phone. Insert photo of <laughs> her top half mm -hmm. uncovered. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm sitting there thinking like, Don, don't, don't bring up the boobs. Just don't, just ignore. It did, did not I happen. I, I didn't want to see that. I can't unsee it, but I can pretend. And then she says out loud, sorry about the boobs. And then it was awkward. It was it's awkward like, from then on yeah. because I knew that I saw her boobs and she knew I saw her boobs because she announced she it. Maybe she wanted you to see oh, her boobs. God. That's what I think. I think that people <laughs> need to be more aware of what's happening on their phones and that they're showing them basically to us. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to look, but if you're just doing whatever you're doing getting pics of yeah you know maybe you're online dating and yeah. it's just kind of a fun or you're doing thing. a little before and after <laughs> photo shoot you know uh please please be mindful that we're right behind you put that in a separate album folder yeah yeah, yeah. have a separate folder <laughs> for your or just your, have your inspiration your... photo ready yeah yeah really just bring in a magazine good old-fashioned magazine yep. just do that that makes it a little <laughs> more comfortable than seeing things like that let's see what else do I want to talk to Lindsay about oh, oh have you gotten any weird requests from anyone oh gosh weird requests I don't know. I'm trying to think. Have you got I'm any weird I'm requests? trying to think if uh, if you have either. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like there. Sorry about the beat. I feel like there's a lot of um, random things that we maybe we just 
bury those. I know. Maybe when people ask us, or maybe weird there's things. so many that they've become not weird anymore. <laughs> I don't know. We're desensitized. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Completely desensitized. I guess I not that I can think of at the top of my head. What do you feel is the biggest challenge in doing hair? Mm. I think probably the biggest challenge is um, probably unrealistic expectations that some people might have with their hair. Um, and I think that the hair game nowadays has changed. Um, people bring in these pictures of highly, highly highlighted. Um, nowadays, I feel like highlight services, you're doing multiple services. Oh, you're highlighting sure. them. You're doing um, a shadow, shadow root, root yeah. a gloss, a color mm -hmm. melt. So essentially, it's almost like three to five services in one compared to what traditional highlights used to be. So I feel like people have this expectation of coming in for an hour or two and they yes. want this makeover done. And it's like, well, that's actually going to take a lot longer and then just having realistic expectations of right. this picture is photoshopped or this person has yes. lots more hair than you, right. or, you know, so. Yeah, because social media, they, you can see some amazing things on there, yeah. but you don't know if it took four sessions yeah. or four hours. Yeah. You can't go from black hair to platinum yeah. hair overnight, or if you want to keep it, otherwise yeah. you can carry it around in a little baggie. And I think nowadays, too, I think that the client is obviously a lot more savvy. I think with um, even the pandemic, you know, people started doing a little bit of at-home hair color or there's right. so many YouTube educational videos yeah. out there. And so they come in and sometimes they think they speak our lingo and they know what they're talking about and they try to tell you how yes. to do their hair and not relying on the fact that we went through months and months of training. Yes. We're the professional we know what volume developers should be used and not used. Yeah, and, so, and that can create problems, yeah. too, if they throw out a term that you know what you yeah. think it means, yeah. but they think like, it's oh, something you need different. To, yeah. You need to use 30 volume on my highlights. That's what my last hairstylist did. My hair won't lift unless you use that, and you're looking at their hair, and it's like cotton ball hair, right. and it's like, well... <laughs> Whatever your last person was doing, right. yeah, that I'm not might gonna not put, have been the best yeah, route. Exactly. So I think that's a struggle in today's day and age. People think they know what they're talking about when they come in. Yes. You know. Yeah. It's so. like DIY at your house. Like you can YouTube how to do yeah. anything anymore. And yeah. So that doesn't mean that you are good at it. Yeah. So or let that us you do the job. Know the chemistry and science behind what certain products will do right like bleach yes i know it is <laughs> kind of funny bleach. right when they they use the words wrong and yeah it's just so funny yeah. to hear yeah. the yeah. boilage oh what was balayage. it yes um when my mom retired and one of her <laughs> one of her clients called and said that she wanted me to get my her um prescription yeah. She wanted me to get her prescription from my mom her. so that I knew what color to use. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Not a formula. Just, a prescription. No, prescription. Yeah. Yes. I'll call Walgreens, yes. too, while I'm at it. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Lindsay and I are both Geminis. We live for astrology. Yes. We love it and yes. think it is awesome. So, we were talking about that earlier and tell, tell them what you said. Yeah. I think that... Um, we should make clients submit a birth chart and an application before we can do their hair. Like, let's see, are we gonna jive? Will right. we vibe together? Is there a full moon today? Yeah, like, like what's gonna happen? Are you a crazy person? Or I don't know. Um, 
<laughs> I just or think that would be, I think it would be funny. Yeah. Oh, like, it would be hilarious. And our friend Sherry, she's an esthetician and she's huge into that. And Sherry. we would just be like, Sherry, tell us, tell us what's yeah. happening in the stars. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, we eat that stuff up. Mercury so. is in retrograde. Right. <laughs> Expect pandemonium. Call in sick to work. Yeah. Mercury's in retrograde. Yep. Um, okay, so. Um, I would like you to promote yourself. Yeah. Tell everybody what your your information, Instagram, okay. where you're at now, okay. and um, if you're taking new clients or what, what you like yeah. to do, your favorite things to do. Just spill it. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm over at Avalon Suites in Omaha, Nebraska. It's off of 144th, so it's just north of Oakview Mall. I have my own private hair studio. I am an exclusive Davines hair salon. Um Javaness is a B Corp company. Really, really awesome color and product line. I'm getting the hang of using it. Um, I would definitely say I am more of a colorist than anything. I obviously, I love haircutting too, but I love hair color. Um, so I specialize in dimensional coloring, highlights, lowlights, balayage, all of that good stuff. I also do invisible bead extensions. I do hand-tied extensions. So if you need some thickness or some length to your hair, that's something that I enjoy doing. Um, that took so much training for you, too. It did. That was extensive. It, it was a very extensive training, but um, and I'm you're trucking a along on it. I am. I she am. She's so meticulous and good at what, great at what she does. I mean, if you, Thank you. want perfection, <laughs> that's where I would suggest yeah. you go. She will, she will do it until it's perfect. Yeah. I think there's definitely a couple different hairstylists out there, you know, and, um, there's some that uh, take a little bit longer and some that are a little bit more quicker, depending on, you know, what kind of client they right. have and yep. what they're looking for. So I definitely probably see a less volume of clients. I spend more one-on-one -on -one time more with time. each individual yeah. client. Um, and I prefer it that way because... I just, I don't work well under fast-paced pressure. Right, right. And like you said, there are different stylists out yeah, there. Yeah, Like, I am such an impatient person that I assume everyone else is yeah. too. So I, it's not that I rush through or I don't pay attention. I just, I'm like, let's get them in, yeah. get them out. They've got things to do. And They've I think that there's clients that like that too. Yes. So, cause I've had clients that are like that in my chair and they don't like it. They're like, this is taking way too long. Right. I need to hurry up and get the heck out of here. So, and, and that stresses me out. Right. Know? And so. in my chair, people might be really wanting to get pampered and yeah. <laughs> hang out there for a while. And I'm like, hurry up, we're getting yeah. this done. Yeah, there's some Time people that yeah, want to hang out at the salon all day and some that don't. And I understand both sides of it. But yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's what I specialize in. Um, and your Instagram? Yep, my Instagram is the main canvas, or it's the underscore main underscore canvas. Um, main as in hair main, M-A-N-E. And it's just kind of like my my work portfolio on there. That's I don't yeah. have like too much of my personal life on my yeah, Instagram. Yeah, totally fine. Um, but yeah, sometimes you'll, you'll catch a glimpse of me, you know, doing a funny reel or something. Yes, but for yes. the most part, it's just my hair stuff. So yeah, you can always check out my my online portfolio on the Instagram, so. Yeah, well, I'm so happy that you came to hang out. I miss you so much. I know. I miss, just, yes. you're, I'm gonna have to have you on again. I would and love to yeah, be on again. Yes. This was fun. Especially like, once you really get settled in in your space and then we can kind of yeah. talk more about the whole booth rental thing. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know that life. I've never, I'm too lazy. Yeah. And I feel like I, I wouldn't, 
be good at being yeah. so organized and purchasing all the stuff that well, you need and making it a comfortable. I might not be good at it either, so we're going <laughs> to find out, stay you know. Tuned. But, you know, there's <laughs> only one uh, only one way to do it. But, yes. you know, just jump into it. That's so. it. And you're brave for doing that. It is your, what is it, creature of comfort, comfort, yeah. whatever Creature it is. of habit. Creature yes. of habit. Yes. And so it is a very big, bold move to pick up and yeah. leave and, uh, I'm so excited for you. I just know you're going to do great, you. th- greater things. Aww. You've always been great. But yeah, so I'm super excited that you came to join Thank me. Thank you. I want to come back. I love this. This oh. is so fun. It I is could talk fun. about hair all day or our industry all day. I kind of annoy all my friends and family with it. Like, yeah, I, It's just a fascinating business. It, is. it just is. And it's like um, you don't know unless you know. Yeah. And, and that's why I want to have also... Um, estheticians and uh, receptionists we're all involved together we're all a cohesive team you know like the girls that work up at the front I would never want to do that job it's a hard job I couldn't imagine I just they get the brunt of it sometimes that they would have some crazy stories they're gonna be on Uh for sure I've got to have just and just the service industry period yeah I just feel like it's people it might be a good release for them to listen to relatable stories. For sure. And just know, okay, it's not just me. Yeah. Or, okay, there are people all over the world that act this way. It's not just the people that sit down in my chair. Exactly. Or that I see at restaurants. Yep. Okay, well, um, I guess we'll wrap it up. And um, again, thanks so much for coming on. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. Of course. This was so fun. It was fun. I want to do it again. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll see you again for my next episode of Salon Versations. Thanks. Bye. Bye.